Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Kimology 411. Everyone and welcome to the final episode of season four. And you guys were scared. You're like, final episode? What? Nope. Season four. This is our last episode. I am in shock. Episode 208. We're going to talk about our Branson trip that we just went on. Branson trip 2023. I am Kim Schultz and I'm your adventure coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host Tyson Harley. What? 52 thoughts for okay. Mm-hmm. Do the math. Uh, no, carry, carry I used an adding machine. Carry the one. Yeah, 52, 52, 52 is 104, and then 104 sure enough, sure is 208. Enough. Sure double, enough. Double, uh, and this double, is the double, regular. What we do is that we uh, we number the regular episodes yep. separately from when we had our systematic chaoses and our other types other of episodes. Ones, yep. So if you just do a simple divided by 52, then you can figure <laughs> out. Uh, when we get to a full, yeah, it's crazy. Like the it's, world it's has changed uh, mucho. A lot, yeah. Muchos. We're, we're 1919. Still... 1919. <laughs> 1919 before 20. the great, the, before 20. the big, the big. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the Panzer, the Panzers were going across Europe. Holy shit. So yeah, 2019 before the world changed. Right. Uh, uh, we were just being fat, dumb, and happy, saying right. it looks like it's going to be a great Kansas it's City be Chiefs a good year. year. That's all we were. I was like, man, I can't wait. We're till like, things are looking up. It's going to be so great. And then, well, that didn't so happen. Just to, just to show that we had no crystal fucking ball. <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> oh we lordy, yeah, we kept on, kept it on. That's that's that. I knew. I had a sense that if I'm an introvert, but if someone just supports me in the relationship, I'm going to tend to go, yeah, let's all get, let's keep going. It's good. <laughs> So, and I had a sense that we uh, got along in that easy way and would probably be steady with it. Plus, we don't live very far apart, you know, low maintenance and all this stuff as far as this. And I didn't see you being, I think we kind of knew you wanted to do it for your own purposes and for your own kind of separate voice and channel. And you know, I had a radio background with literally, literally political science minor and math and broadcasting major. So yeah. he probably knew. He probably seriously he would want to do this. Yeah. Well, he would seriously want yeah. to do this. That's where his interests are. So it's not likely, as long as I just, you know, feed this a little bit, that he's just gonna go. You know, I don't feel. I don't know if I'm up for this. You know, I I had done different. I had done micro broadcasting in San Marcos, Texas, and at the same time, I was doing a college radio station at KTSW, the other side of radio. And uh, doing Americana stuff. Anyway, that station was great. And I'd worked at multiple other stations down yeah. in southeast Kansas, even in Kansas City, and then um, here in Top City. So the background was that must be that I like doing that. Right. You know, so that was the happy little marriage of you wanting an outlet a little bit and me wanting to get, you know, keep my political science and just kind of broadcasting voice. And I always wanted to be talk radio, keep those. 
you know, muscles, you know, exercise a little bit. So yeah, it's been a good, uh, good steady uh, radio relation, radio podcast relationship here. Right. So. Yeah, it's been yeah. going. I mean, I wanted it to go for you know, like all time. You know, like I didn't want it just to be just here and there and then just be done with yeah, it three months, but well, you know when 2020 did happen this was my mental this was my outlet and in a couple episodes ahead because we are recording multiple episodes tonight because i'm going back to omaha you're you're, you're gonna you'll get into uh episode 210 you're going to understand it's going to be another one of those i need a podcast conversation <laughs> for um to describe uh, social media and how stupid things can be. I'm not, I'm just, I'm, yeah, no, so my, no, I'm my luck, no, on my luck, this person will listen to the podcast now. <laughs> so glad I'm off of social media. I, I get my little bits of uh, weird crap happening in the ether. So I still get confirmation that the world is indeed going a more insane and exponential rate without having to see all the individual insane people blabbing at me. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. All well, right, but we had so more we fun. Did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. So I did my third uh, Branson bus trip and... Of course, I almost was going to have to cancel it, but I bit the bullet and I just paid the difference um, because there were just some people that were going that I felt really, really needed it. And I have been so blessed um, the last few years that I just wanted to make sure that they had a good time. And they did. They did. They had a wonderful time. Next year will be sold out. I guarantee you it'll be sold out because everybody's wanting, everybody on the bus is like, oh, I have other people that want to come. The comments were like, oh my gosh, I was thinking about doing that. What was it like? And even people that went on it didn't, that were new to it, um, were really, really kind of shocked that it was such a relaxing, enjoyable, non rushed, no stress. Um, I just the way that I run my, the run my trips. I don't run it like a business. I run it like I just brought a bunch of friends on a bus. If I didn't know you, by the time we got there, I had known you. Um, and it was so it relaxing. Time. At one time, I was uh, licking my fur on a giant chair. Yes, you were. Yes, I was licking, <laughs> I was licking my paws and then and then washing yes. my face like yes. a giant cat. He was, yeah, he was, was a, a big cat. That's how, this is how, how relaxed I was. So, and yeah, so Tyson went... Uh, with us, uh, my mom and my aunt went, and then just some other friends I've met. There was a few people on the bus I'd never met before. There Your was... aunt is a trip, by the way. <laughs> she, she's hilarious. <laughs> my aunt, she's she's she was she was she lived basically in California all of her life. You know when she left, and she was a nurse in California. Both your mother and your aunt. Sometimes I'm like, are they deadpanning right now? Or are they serious? Because. This is kind of hilarious either way, and I just am curious whether they meant it or not. <laughs> you never know with them. They're so. I, I love it when I was like this. Girls, get along, because <laughs> that's what my mom always says to us. And I'm like, you don't even know. You don't even hang out with your siblings all the time. And so when they do these trips, they get into arguments and fights. It's funny, but yeah. So we, you know, we had like. We're supposed to have 20. Ron was going to come, but then he ended up having to work on Monday, and there was no way we didn't get back until like 7 or 7.30. 7 yeah, like and then he would have had to driven home. It would have been too much for him to do that. So he didn't get to come this time. Um, so hopefully next year he'll get to go. So we had 19 total, including the bus driver. And what I like about this is that um, my bus driver, Matt, 
um, him and I work together on the trip. We come up with ideas and, and I listen to his suggestions. And, um, then, um, I also invite his wife to come along because it's not like he, that's his job is to ride buses and he really can't just bring his wife along. But I'm looking at a friend trip and they go to supper club with us. So I'm like, just come along. Yeah, I didn't even really think of that. Yeah, that's so a good point. I said, so just come along and just have to pay for the tickets. Like I have to already buy the room. So I have to pay for the bus and I have to pay for his room. I do not have to pay for his like tickets or food or anything like that. Gotcha. But... Um, I do, I do pay for whatever I can. I, I pay for, if I'm paying for the people, then, I mean, if the people are paying for it, then I pay for that, which is included in the price if I were to sell 30 tickets, which I didn't. So I paid for it. Um, and then of course his wife is on her own to, you know, pay for the extra stuff, but she paid for the tickets and she, she pays that way. And I just, I just think that it's just a nice, just a nice thing just to have more friends, you know, come on the trip with us. And we have plenty enough room. Yeah, I'm going to so. try to see if my mom will go next year. But I, I, I'm going to mention to her multiple times, Mother, if you can put away some money, I think you'll have a, 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 a you know, it'll be something to do one, you know, yeah. next year. So that's my intention if we, and my uh, um, sister who doesn't live nearby is also at least interested. Nice. As part of maybe a, just a have fun on a trip with brother as opposed to a whole family, you know, yeah. coming with her. So that would be that'd, awesome. That'd be sweet. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, so tell and me. you've met my mother. It's not I like, have, yeah, yeah, you know, no. you know, uh, sis, I would want you to go, but she's going to, you, you, you and the, you and her are going to be at each other's throat. It's going to be awful. No, that's the opposite. No, yeah. My mother's absolutely easy to get along with. So that's yeah, not, she's adorable. So, so you went last year and you went this year. Tell me the, tell me your experience of the trip on the person that went on the trip versus the person that planned the trip, because this is a work thing for me. It's not okay, like it's well, sit back and relax. It's, it's a work. You, you thing don't, you me. know, highlights and lowlights, but then we're kind of really getting to critiquing which you're selecting. You know, Branson has so many things, you know, I, I, I almost think, and I'll get to the, the regular events that one might even consider, not that we mean for this to be a, a sales job for this, but w one thing with the bus is that everything's included. You don't have to, you know, walk anywhere. Um, it, it, we're go you're going to all the places, but as an option, and somebody did it for special purposes there, you could always just go rent a car once you mm -hmm. were there, and then you'd have your extra freedom to go, you know what, we the first place we went shopping on the first day, and we weren't sure if we really had the budget for it, but we kind of liked that one thing. Let's go back there real quick here this evening before we take off tomorrow. Uh, so I, I was thinking, it's like, you know, you could do that and have a little bit more exploring if you wanted and throw in more stuff to it, you know? Yep. But as to, yeah, I mean, I just like the pace of the fact that I can read on the bus or sleep on the bus, do time travel, that's sleeping while someone else is driving or flying, right? Right. And, uh, of course, I like the pace of, you know, going to do the groceries, uh, groceries, the shopping and looking around, even if I don't buy anything. Right. Uh, and since I had recently gone on my other vacation, I was not big on buying a bunch of, um, a bunch more stuff. But uh, I really liked the Decades show. 
Mm-hmm. Last year we did one which was great, um, but it's just different in category, if you Definitely. will. Definitely. It was called the Awesome 80s or something like that. Yeah. And it was more like, if you will, uh, what I would consider more of a musical theater karaoke type thing. Yes. Not that it wasn't good for that. They had good choreography. They had good voices. They had good costume changes. But it's different than this one where it was four strong voices, two outstanding voices, um, along with a real band, a real, like, accomplished band. Yeah. So yeah. even though I liked the Awesome 80s last year, if I think that was one of the strengths of this trip, and I think it was called the Decade Show. Yeah, or it's something. Pierce Arrow Decade Show. Uh, because they had a guy who, if you go see the gospel, I bet you he nails it. We were calling his voice butter, and I think he called it cocoa butter. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. And they had, and his, this voice, at first when you said there was a guy with a low voice, I thought, huh, it's not who I thought it'd be because it just doesn't look like he'd be the proprietor, but I could be wrong. And at first I thought, is that the low voice guy? Because he had such a deep, I don't, uh, such an even low good baritone, like, kind of like me, but singing with it, right? And singing really smooth and like... It's just constant output. There is no weakness. There's no wave of weakness as he sings. It is just so perfectly supported. It is totally butter, this beautiful baritone voice that he can use in a higher range when necessary, but just utterly beautiful baritone voice. And then they had another guy who, what I would say is the classic uh, rock band lead voice yep he can sing up high he can sing steve perry he can sing strong he can sing with character those are one and two and the other two guys are really strong but then um <coughs> the third the third guy uh who sung the third most or probably maybe sung as much but i just put him in third place strong voice versus anybody anybody any usual voice right uh, but just among that group i would place him third you know anywhere else you would totally stand out and then the proprietor, who had the record for the lowest note ever, five notes below the piano. Uh, right. They said, quote, of little musical value. But to have him add it, added when necessary to those almost like a Statler. I don't want to say Statler Brothers because it wasn't Statler Brothers. No, but like the, But just that yeah. element of that gorgeous four uh, male voice harmony. Yeah. They did it really well. And the other thing is among the group of them, they properly matched those voices to the different songs well because obviously they did they did the decade shows and and all the great uh, songs that they included they did well with matching those voice they weren't trying to imitate them they weren't trying they... to imitate them because this isn't a karaoke and it's not an imitation it's their voice however they tried to be mostly loyal to it and then use their voice characteristics but that said they matched them well yeah, uh, was but uh, yeah, that was a that was probably my favorite show. Um, well, no, I mean the illusion. Obviously, uh, Rick Thomas Co- is very good. As I say, that's just totally different. different shows. Yeah. Totally, so I, I don't want to say because it's apples to oranges. You mean it wasn't there, the Amazing my, Pet Show? It wasn't the Amazing Pet Show. <laughs> and we knew when we went from the Redneck Comedy Bus yeah. Tour to the Amazing Pet Show that we are probably going more towards, hey, too bad you didn't bring your kids. Yeah. And we knew it was going to be fun for that purpose. purpose it was very yeah. obvious. I was I was saying people, I was probably even telling my uh, uh, family as a preview when I was sending them Telegram, oh, you know, kind of updates about it. It's like, well, this should be fun. It's going to be really cute to be around the energy of the kids, and it'll be fun, but it's not going to be anything that blows us away as far as... Right. And it really was that. They did a great job with kind of nurturing the kids uh, who were in and having, letting them be a part of it. 
And I guess the, the comedian and was... And training the, the cats. And training the freaking cats. Oh, my gosh. The cats were freaking trained. trained. <laughs> so what they have is a little bit, once you've seen these other shows, no spoilers, but I think it's a little bit obvious here, is certain, certainly some dog agility elements, which yeah. is probably a little bit toned down in the sense that they only have room on a stage. Right, yeah. You know, so when you've seen these agility things on, uh, uh, you know, championships on TV... Well, all of a sudden, they only really have 25 feet to work with. So there's only going to be so much, but it was still cool. They did a lot of neat stuff. And they trained the cats. Yeah. The cats. The cats. Oh, yeah. It now was, I just want to go to Omaha and train uh, Murphy. I was, that's what I'm going to do during the day. I'm going to try to train him and get some little snacks, and I'm going to train him. So, the other day, it was funny because Ron, he, Ron called me uh, like about two weeks ago. He called, and he goes, I am so pissed <laughs> off at you. And I go, oh, yeah. what did I do? And he goes, he goes, last night in my dream, you taught Murphy how to bite my toes. And he bit my toes all night while I slept. <laughs> and I go, what? And he goes, in my dream. And he, and then as You're he was like, telling me, I was him. like, I go, well, I wasn't really there. <laughs> and then he, Murphy bit your toes. If your toes are outside the covers... He's going to bite those suckers. And he, he goes like this. He goes, God damn you, Cam. And I said, how am I getting my blamed? My cat will do that sometimes. Yeah. Not while I sleep because I don't ever have my toes uncovered while I sleep. But I'm like, what oh, are you no. doing? If your toes get <laughs> uncovered you at the end of the, if, during the night while you're sleeping, if you That's get hilarious. out of that thing, that damn cat bites your toes. So evidently I'm good at training and I wasn't even there to train so him. So the but. Amazing Pets was neat in that it it's was. cats being trained. But the awesome thing is the cat still had the cat characteristic. Cat like, average, yeah. You just you just hold on, okay? Yeah. I, I I am still holding on to a little bit of my will here, sir. <laughs> so will I get to it? We'll see, probably. Yeah. But you just need to relax, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really, you know, lick his paws. He's like, and look, like yeah, look around yeah. and meow a little bit. Like just wait. And you know the cat, the dogs are over there. Like what's next? Oh, what's next? <laughs> Go ahead and do it. I'm next. Do I'm it. Get it done. Get it done. <laughs> And and so they had mix of dogs and cats. It was a it lot was, of fun. It was good. And they had the birds that flew. And you had that one yeah. stupid parent. The stupid parent. Literally, I just wish I had like a water gun to spray them. <laughs> but the first thing they said was, during this next thing with the birds, we need all children to remain oh, sitting on your lap. But do not stand up because the birds are going to fly very close to your yeah, head. Right over your head. So they're flying the birds and the young girl, the daughter of the guy... Comes down, and what do we see on the end is some freaking little brat standing up on the mom. And the girl looks at her and just motions like, down. Like, just took her hand like, down. Like, looked at her like, are you stupid? Like, I was like, and I looked and I was like this, they need to go. Like, I would have been like, you're you're out. Like, they literally just told you, this is dangerous. Those birds were touching your head. Could you imagine what it would have done if it would have just flown into that baby's head? I mean, this is like a two-year-old, and the mom's just holding him up on the thing, and I'm like, how dumb are you? Do you listen? And your child has no chance in this life if the parent (laughs) can't control your child. (laughs) We just went to way future implications and what this means. I was like, so dumb. Man. So that just irritates me because that that kid was just like sick. Put them down. And then she's like, You might as well be putting your daughter on a street corner right now. You might as well. <laughs> it's like, goodness gracious. So, anyway, we they did, we did that now. They had big old parakeets. We, we, big, had, beautiful. we had the. Oh, such gorgeous cats. 
Oh my gosh, there are about three of them that I wanted to steal from the stage as we looked at them. One of them had a big old raccoon tail. Yeah. That one big gray one. And there was a little female one, because you can kind of tell by size. You figure they got to be adults. And one of them, um, and she was uh, pretty good. Yeah. And then, yeah, you'd see them just kind of go, I'll get to it. And just yeah. eventually kind of get back up to their perch. Yeah. You didn't see. They uh, were really good. One of them was like, okay, I know I'm next. I'm just going to get down now. <laughs> He's like, well, no, yeah. wait, wait, yeah. the other one first. <laughs> and all this was silent miming. Yeah. Of like, this is how to do it and not to do it. And you'd be like, I'm next, okay? I'm yeah, just going to exactly. wait right I'm down just, here. <laughs> I'm coming over, and I don't care. I'm not standing back over there because his breath stinks. Including, just... including cats uh, do the whole roll on the top of a... A cylinder, you know, yeah. to, to roll it across the stage. So I like the one where the cat jumped up and the other cat jumped up and he put the cat back and then the cat goes across the top and then he goes, oh, yeah. the cat boom, jumps boom, boom, up boom, boom, and boom. he's like, he's like, okay, go for it, do it. And the cat puts his little paw and next thing you know, he goes on the bottom and crawls with his little legs, oh, yeah, yeah, goes yeah. all the way across the bottom. That was cute. That was really cute. And there was, uh, um, they did this, the, the kids would think this was cuter than the adults, but it was still kind of fun. They would do little themed, uh, you know, almost like a comic con thing, but with the cats or dogs dressed up. Yeah. So here comes oh, yeah. Luke Skywalker or whatever. Oh it would yeah, be. they that were was adorable. Cute. Now we did the redneck, but the redneck tour that we did last year, we had tickets for we that. We liked that a lot last year, by the way, in case you and, didn't know that one. Um, That's but fun. but when Lee called to get the tickets to confirm the uh, tickets. The redneck people said, "Now nah, we're not going to trade all 20 tickets. We'll only trade you 10, and you have to pay for the other 10. Well, that's not even dis. That's that that that's not how that works. That's called a pricing uh, discrepancy. So, so part of that trade agreement that they have, they were supposed to give it to us. So the guy in Oklahoma that runs the trade thing that um, Lee is a part of, he had to mail." us tickets to the pet show because I told Lee, I said, we're not paying for the redneck tour. If they're not following, he goes, no, we're not doing that. I said, well, we don't have to do anything. Nobody's going to care if we miss a show. I mean, they didn't pay that much for it. We could go do something else, but I think the pet show worked out well. And then we it was went... a good supplemental one. We had a couple of, uh, I'm not going back to the pet show. I can tell you that it was better than the show that we saw at Universal. They had a pet show there. Oh, really? And the dogs were cute. They don't get me wrong. Really? They can, they Better can... than the one at Universal? It was because it did more stuff. This was the same thing of picking up a thing and, and recycling plastic. And and there were, there were, Almost there like were some little birds weird and skits. stuff. But I liked, I, they, I liked how the animals actually did different things there. So it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, so we did that one. We went to the craft, the, the, the Branson craft mall. Cause I knew there was some place to eat in there. If they needed some lunch, I don't eat lunch. So I have to really think about like putting them somewhere where people can eat. I don't know how they eat so much food, but they I ate too much that weekend. And there was times where I didn't try to eat as much as all of our times but i i definitely had like okay body get let's get back to normal afterwards well and, and i definitely ate plenty i enjoyed the buffet i thought that was that's a must for next year that buffet was very delicious it was all homemade it wasn't like you went to golden corral and there was like 900 options there were just really good options that you uh -huh. could that you could eat the salad bar was wonderful the help was wonderful the location was great um it tells me that we, you know, you can, 
there's other stuff to do there. You can play golf and you can do that. So it kind of tells me in the, in there of like, well, maybe maybe if we get this done, we can go play golf and, yeah, and golf, instead yep. of you know. So it'll it'll just kind of depend on what I plan next year. But um, that was a really cool place. It's like a little resort in there. It's Grand Country. So you've got the pool, the slide, the golf, the tons of stuff oh, yeah, in there. Yeah. The theater. We did that, but here's the the the, the so okay. The, the third show, and then we're going to go into what went wrong. <laughs> like what, what didn't, what I, what I wasn't, what I wasn't impressed with or some stuff that went wrong because it's a trip and I want to educate people. Um, we went to, when we got to Pierce Arrow, um, Dan, the owner, his wife, the owner came on our bus, welcomed us to the theater Walked us in, found our seats, and then we could get up and leave if we wanted to. And then um, we watched the show. And then when we got to Saturday night, we went to a, to go eat dinner at Fall Creek Steak and Seafood House. They're the, the house of the tossed rolls, not thrown, because that's Lambert's, but <laughs> tossed rolls. Um, they... Uh, um, and we'll talk about the restaurant later because that's one of my favorite restaurants to go to. I like their little salad bar and they, they always have good food. It, it, it was not as good as it was normally that night, but we'll talk about it in a minute. After that, we went to um, Mansion of Dreams Rick, Rick Thomas, which it, every, you know, like nobody understands how awesome he is. Nobody understands that he had a show in Vegas. Nobody understands his, his shows are incredible. His illusions are amazing. No one understands that, like, I didn't remember if I ever knew that he had tigers, which yep. was a huge part of his old show. Yeah, he used to have tigers, um, the white the white tigers. And now instead he has these gorgeous, I can't remember but they're uh, what big dogs they are, but they're, think of like, I, I want to say just that the... Uh, they're Grand, Parne- Grand Pyrenees. Pyrenees, yeah. Just big and fluffy and white and just gorgeous, gorgeous dogs. Well, and and he, and he so only had So I didn't remember two. that, and, then, and, he, and he got rid of that for a purpose so they could, you know, the, the uh, uh, lions, lions, well, the, tigers the tig- could go... The tigers be, have, were just be, too big. It was just too much. You can't yeah. have tigers in Vegas. That's just, I mean, in, in Branson, that would just be too much because you don't have... He doesn't have the house it's Missouri, in the area. The University of Missouri Tigers, why not? He doesn't have the house where the tigers can live. Or down there, like it might be called Missouri. Yeah. Uh, you, so, you know, it differs. Uh, depending on if you live in Missouri or Missouri, Missouri, it's the same state, but you get it. It's different. So so we went to the show, and so we had a whole row. There's 19 of us. So there's 18 seats in the row, and then we had one seat for the bus driver over on the side because the bus driver normally isn't with the group. It's just like... But they always give, I, I got, they give him a, a bus driver ticket. And, um, well, wh- when I realized, well, he's got to sit by his wife. So I went over and I sat in that chair. I've literally seen this show 20 times. So it's not like I need to be front and center. And so I went over and I sat on the side. And um, I had more fun watching my group's expressions and their well, shock. there is that of what was going on on stage that it was so much fun. I think it's what I go because what I do with these and my approach is 
I know that soon enough, I just don't have an answer. So I'm just going to go back and be ready to be like astounded again. Here and there, I can have a guess. But anybody who goes into one of those shows and goes, I'm going to get this one at a time as I'm watching. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. Not, so, with Rick, not with Rick. Maybe with some other magicians because they suck. But Rick is too smooth. Like, there's so no way. you... So what I do is go, okay, it's fun to hear in the, their guests, but I'm not going to be distracted by it. No. Because I know I'm not right anyway. No, you're not. And I'm just, they're going to get to something else where I go, oh, you think you're real good. What are you, one for four? What's the next thing? Okay. Right. So you're now going to be one for five uh, at best. And so how did they turn the, you know, giant animal into something smaller than a freaking cat? How did that work? Yeah. How did that work? <laughs> yeah, where is that? Well, and the and the the older gentleman he brought up an older uh, older couple for the watch trick, and um, he takes he takes the watch and he'll he smashes the watch, and that man was gonna have a heart attack because that was his grandpa's watch, and. I felt like I was so sad, and but but Rick, you know the guy was he's like ah, ah. so Rick has to like boost his energy. If you even watch how he is, he's he's boosting his back up, back up, back up. He's keeping it like very frazzled so that it doesn't calm down because the guy was gonna grab the bag, you know, with you know grab his watch and look at it. So he sends the wife down. They do the trick, and of course he gets his watch. It's got a new time on it, and that man could not figure out how it was done. And I mean, to me, that's the simpler one because we did stuff like that in our in our show, so I know how it's done. But you 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 can't figure it out. Even if you were trying to pay attention, the reaction of that gentleman was like your heart goes out and you lose concentration of trying to figure out how anything is happening. Like you don't because you're looking at him and then Rick's blaming his wife. I told you not to do that. Why would you smash his watch? And and keeps it going. And this guy, he was heartbroken. And funny when he left that night, he was like this. I still don't know how my watch got fixed and the time got changed. And so it was, it was, it was a very, it was, he was a really good, he had a really good response, except after the show, one of our, one of our friends, um, had some medical difficulties and had to go to the emergency room. Yeah, that was um, a little scary. For, because she passed out and she has medical problems. And the night before we had been talking about it and she was saying, I'm glad you knew more of the history. Because she goes, don't, just don't call money. the ambulance if I pass out. I do it all the time. My blood pressure, I've got pots, I've got this, I've got that, I've got this. And um, uh, she passed out and my aunt's a nurse and she was very worried. But her husband was like, this doesn't look normal. And I, I know that like with the, the anxiety that out. when you're at your house and you have a medical, like you're passing out, versus when you're in a theater and you have all these people staring at you, there's a little bit more anxiety there. So I went and left. Like, I just went out and talked to people. I'm like, she doesn't need me. I'm not going to be able to medically help her. They took her to the emergency room, ran some tests, and they got back to the hotel about 4 o'clock in the morning. Someone at the hotel actually went and picked him up because, shocker, in Branson, there's no Ubers at 4 o'clock in the morning, and there's no taxi. There's no transportation, and our bus driver. Oh boy, the Christian Vegas indeed. It's like yes. <laughs> you're like three o'clock. That's just when if things are, yeah, are really exactly. spicing up because people are hammered after right, being right, at the tables right. or whatever. Well, and our That's bus hilarious. driver couldn't get in the bus 
because he has to be out of the bus for eight hours total. So he okay. couldn't have even have gotten in the bus. That's but my brother lives down there. So Frank said, I'll leave my ringer on. If I need to go do something, wake me up. I'll go pick him up. So I did have a plan, but they took on care of him on their own. Um, so anyway, those are the good things about the trip. The, the the two things, and I haven't addressed oh, it we with lo- the we love the, I, I really like going to the landing that... Not because I'm a shopper, because right. but because it is a nice pedestrian uh, shopping uh, district with some interesting little stores, and it's even got brewery and places to do the uh, shots of moonshine, and you can head up the hill, which has got the really cool five and dime. So even though I don't end up hardly buying anything there, I still like hanging out down there. It's right next to, I don't even think they call it a river right there, but it is more or less, it looks like a river. I yeah. forget. It kind of feeds the big lake. And uh, they, the last time we were there, they, they uh, the boat river races. boat, uh, the river boat, the boat races were in town and use that section. But there's also kind of a walk along, right along the river, if you will. And one thing I love about that is we mentioned it here, that if you have like a pedestrian district, even just the idea that you have common music coming out from various places adds to the uh, ambiance. And here they are smart enough to have speakers built into the base of all of their street lights that are right, or not their street lights, it's not a street, but the lights that are along the walkway and even throughout the entire pedestrian district. But certainly then even along the walkway, down on the river and again it's not actually called a river there but it's that's that's what it looks like Uh, so even just that ambiance it's just um, uh, nice to visit there even if i don't uh, spend a a lot of time in one place so i did like going to the landing as well yeah yeah that was that was fun so here are the two things The, the first thing is the hotel um needs to work on is they need to work on their groups and I've yet to email them uh, because I I've just been busy. I'm just trying to get everything caught up, and I'll I'll get them an email at some point. But when we got there, I called and I was like, "All right, well, we'll be there in about 15 minutes." And she was like, "Okay, we'll just come in." Okay. So we go in, and there's a line of people. And then so my people, I go, "No, no, no, don't get in line because they're just gonna." pretty sure they're just going to give us tickets so give me all the keys and stuff so i have to go stand in line and i have all these people if i had a bus of 50 there would have just been 50 loud people in there that's absolutely stupid i had to go get in line that the the reception people were phenomenal except they have not been educated on right. how groups you and you have to remember have the process that you, you have to remember this they just bought it back in march or april that so it was a radisson and now yeah. it's a thousand hills so it it's a complete new a, it's now goes staff. along with the golf course nearby it's a, a resort, golf course, resort. Yeah. yeah there's a resort and so they hand me an envelope and then they give me the keys i open the keys and i'm like there how do we eat breakfast and she was like open your envelope. So I opened the envelope and there was two pieces of paper in there that had theater bus trip on it, 20 people to eat breakfast. I go, well, how, how do my people go? How do my people go down there? What, what do we do? Well, they didn't know. So we put all these tickets. She goes, well, I'll just give you the breakfast passes. So we put the breakfast passes in, um, and so that everybody would have a ticket to go down there. And then 
I go downstairs to get my luggage because I had carried my bags up because I was so distraught giving everything out inside this stupid rest um, in the in the hotel. I left my piece of luggage downstairs. So I go down. The girl comes over to me and she goes, I am so sorry, but I'm going to need all those tickets back. Those are not what you use. You just have to, to have the first person that's going to go down and eat breakfast just needs to give them that card. And then your people just say that they're with the group and you'll be fine. I go... Can I, can I just have them put like theater bus trip on the back of the card so that they know? I just don't want someone being turned away. No, I need all those cards back. I can ask. So then I get up to the room and I'm doing my stuff and I go down to get my phone because I left it in the bus and then I, I come back up. She's in there. She's like, I'm going to need them all back. So I called everybody in the phone on their rooms. I'm like, I need those tickets back. I open up the letter that came in that envelope and the letter says, take this down and tells me what to do. But I'm still thinking, how organized is that? How they didn't count us when we went in there. I just said, I'm with the group and they go, okay. Right. right. So I could have had 40 people in there. It could have been like chatting with your your buddies in the hotel and just say, Hey, come on down and eat with us. You want to come down? And so that that was was the stupidest thing ever, but they should have come on the bus. They should have welcomed the group. They should have told us where the pool was, where the restaurant was, what the hours of breakfast were. They should have informed us of their hotel as if we were all checking in at one time. They should have given us our keys, explained to us how breakfast worked, and none of that would have happened, and that didn't happen. And to me, that is lazy on the group people. That's that's the group people that are getting paid to bring groups in and to, to, to handle me. So I had a problem with that. So I'm going to email them for that. And the second thing that happened, and the only reason I'm telling you this is because um, I just want people to understand how things work. And I'm so tired of c- customers getting pissed off at wait staff um, because they don't get the service that they want. I but we go to dinner at a, at a steakhouse and they sit us all down. There's 19 of us, two tables. Hey, this is a lesson, even though it's a lesson for the, um, even though it's a lesson for people who are restaurant goers, there's also built in here. And if it's not obvious after Kim says it, also, just a quick lesson for those folks who have to deal with large groups who right. are in the restaurant. Go ahead. Yes. So we all sit down. We have table one, table two. I'm at table two. She goes over to table one, and we've all we've all um, 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 I've been sitting there for a little bit looking at the menu. She walks over, and the, the, her her biggest mistake was she said, "Can I get your drink orders? And if you know what you want to eat, I can take that too." And I said, "What?" You said don't. You just do just do the drink orders. Wait, but then she continued to emphasize. Yep. Um, if if you're ready. Yep. You know, and so some of us not thinking through the uh, restaurant process and sequence that helps keep things even, Stephen, and in order and in place. Thought well, if it's easier for her to take it now. Went ahead and gave the order. Before you knew it, that turned into some decent percentage of people. 100%. Oh, I didn't know about that. Every day, because she took she was at your table for 15 minutes. So we all knew what so, we wanted. So, so now everybody... Was, at one point, it was literally, it happened he, this way. Position number one said, yeah, I actually do what I want. And then position two may have said, well, right now I don't know what I want, but I will have this to drink. And then they did position three and four. Eventually, position two said, actually, I know what I want now. Right. You know, so that's how it turned into everybody ordering. So everybody orders. So let's go through the process of what happened. 
you've got 19 drinks that you have to get. Probably more than that because people would have ordered water and maybe a drink. She now has 19 orders. So the next thing she's going to do is she's going to enter all of those orders into the computer with all of the changes and all of the additions and all of this stuff. She's going to do that first. So who, who, who does not still have a drink at the table? All of Everybody, us. Yeah. Because instead of doing what she should have done, she should have, she should have taken the, um, the orders of, um, what do you call it? Uh, the drinks. And then she would go make the drinks, giving us a little bit of time to, you know, just socialize and get our rolls that they toss at you. Deliver the drinks and say, are you ready to order? Then take our, our order, take that, go enter it in the computer, come back to the table, refill our drinks because now we've had them long enough to need refills. Then they would bring out the food and then they would come back and do refills. Well, that's not what happened. What happened was she took our drink and food order. She went and spent 20 minutes putting it in there. So now we've been at the table for over 30 to 40 minutes without a drink, without a drink and have rolls and people are, my, their mouths are dry and now they're bitching and no one's understanding. Then she brings out the drinks. Table one gets their drinks and food at the same time. So they put down the drinks and then the food comes out. That's your first drink and you're getting your food. That's a that's a that's a D plus on anything. We want our drinks. And it's first. just because she was trying to be accommodating, she which was comes back to, to my lesson, which is Correct. that's okay. Keep your process because it's gonna it's going to uh, help you meet expectations better. Right, because we're expected to have a beverage in <clears throat> a beverage in front of us no no yeah, later than of, ten minutes have a, and have a pace of the There's, drinks first. And, and you know that you're going to get the drink, and everybody's now complaining about, oh my god, it's taking so long to get the drinks. Why do you think it's taking so long to get the drinks? She's still putting all of our orders in the computer, and then they were like, well, she could have had help. We don't run the restaurant. That's not how they do it. And the thing is, is that if she wants that tip, the, the problem is, is that there's an 18% tip on all of our tickets. So it doesn't matter if she sucks. She still gets 18%. So she doesn't really need to care about us wanting to tip her because she's getting 18% because we're a group. The problem is, is that I tip 25 to 30% normally. I wasn't buying my mom bought my meal, but, um, and so she brings out, you guys got your food before we even got our drinks. And then you guys had your food and then our food came out later. Um, and then we got our drinks and then people didn't get what they needed to get. They didn't have steak knives. They didn't have this. They were, it was all a kebobbled mess and she never came back to our table but like one time at your table to refill a drink. And she was gone because she had three other tables now that she was trying to help. Now that's the restaurant's problem. But we started it by when I said, I told them, I said, nope, just order your drinks. And nobody understood why. And so on the bus, I did tell them why, because I had a couple people that were pissed <laughs> off. They were pissed off because- I wasn't, I, I know serving those huge groups is a nightmare and things happen. 
So I try not to ever be to ever hold on to any kind of irritation from restaurants, especially when I'm in a big group. But if somebody wants to continue to hold on to it, I guess that's their prerogative. But the, but it's not even hold on to it. It's to realize you that you had no reason to bitch at her because we all ordered our food and she didn't refill your pop because there was no time for her to refill the pop. That the process was messed up. So when you go to, when you go to a when in, with a big group in a sit down restaurant where they're taking your orders you have to think get your drinks order your food get your refill get your food get your refill and you should be out of there but that didn't happen for us so i just wanted people to know that that's why i said no i said that's why i said no i just and i wanted them to understand because they're going to go on the group again and i don't want to go to a restaurant again and that happened i don't want them to have bad service my chicken was horrible horrible i didn't couldn't eat any of it it was so dry that luckily i got the salad bar and had a salad but i couldn't eat the chicken and i even told the waitress we gave her an extra five dollars she goes oh yeah you guys the tip is included she made sure she told us that which was nice and only because my mom gave her the money she was still frazzled it was too much for her to handle they could have had a waitress on your table and a waitress on our table and that would have been fine too you'd think you know, kind of a parallel to your, what's your group process to your hotel thing? Yeah. Because they should be, that's a big table. They should have their group process ready for sizes of whatever, or, you know, um, one waitress per whatever in a certain size group. But you, yeah. And you, uh, apparently they were a little short on that, at least and that probably, day. And they probably maybe, were. And we got there were early. We were there maybe before they were anybody. Just, <laughs> maybe they were short-staffed or maybe they just that day. That's just the way they do it, they too. Who knows? They weren't following the process well. Well, I, know, I mean, yeah. So anyway, all right. So Branson Trip 2023 is in the books. Branson Trip 2024 is being planned as we talk. We are going to be doing um, The Sight and Sound, uh, Queen Esther, which is an amazing show next year. We're going to do the 1130 show on Saturday. On Friday, we're going to go to the landing. Um, We're going to go to, um, I think we're going to go see the, the acrobats. Friday night oh, because everybody wanted to see the acrobats. I think we'll go to the the Grand Shanghai if that's if they're there. We'll do that Friday night, hopefully. If not, and then Saturday night, I haven't figured out the show yet uh, because it's a whole year away. I'm really good at hacky sack. If you need a <laughs> need someone to hacky sack, but we are going to go back down, to Grand Country buy the buffet. Pool. You know, we could I could just do it in the bar. Yeah, you could. You know, and some of our uh, more uh, yeah, famous or bar. infamous, famous or infamous uh, uh, members could could just really uh, drink until they're blue in the face while I hacky sack. You're weird. <laughs> There's a bar in our hotel, so uh, Lee and I closed Otherwise, it down. Otherwise, I did like, by the way, and I and I thought, but maybe I'm wrong. My perception was that the taking over the hotel, as far as the facilities and the rooms, seemed like it worked okay like it seemed mm-hmm. like the water was nice seemed like the uh you know the uh the general uh, cleanliness was good and and the uh, sheets and, and and such seemed like it that yeah. it was it, it was presented pretty well uh the pool i still haven't used the weight they, there's a weight room it's a very convenient location in my opinion right and they had put in a coffee bar they put in a second and of course the breakfast restaurant buffets the, are really the good. buffet is really good so yeah remember. that's a place if you want to stay you know a little bit higher end that's it's a really good place to stay just if you're 
I haven't emailed them. Hopefully next year on our group, they'll come out on the bus when I kind of give them an explanation of why and what happened and how my group was kind of felt like I just paid you like $4,000. You could have come out on the bus and said, hey, hi, welcome to us, as opposed to me and your people up front not knowing what's going on. And then I'm yelling at people in your lobby and we're taking up the whole lobby. That's That was just not smart, but... Anyway, all right, guys. Well, this is the last episode of season four. I just figured that out when I was writing up our thing here. So we've got a couple more episodes to do. So uh, next episode on 209 season five of five, we're going to talk about my after Branson vacation. Well, after my Branson trip, I took a vacation to Orlando to Universal Studios with my daughter. So that's our next episode. Um, anyway, you guys, thank you so much for giving us your time and we always appreciate you and thank you for going along. We get more and more now that we're on Spotify, we have more and more people listening. Um, did I tell you about, did I, did, we, we haven't talked. Um, did I tell you about the, um, I was talking to the guy at the bank and he, I think you did on, on, on here. No, not on, on okay, air. On air. Not, so not I was talking podcast. to one of my bankers and um, he was helping me. The bank did a horrible transition over to new software, and so everything is still messed up. And and um, we were talking, and he was helping me out, and he goes, hold on just a second. I have to stop and ask you a question. Um, I came across your podcast, and I was like, oh, no, because <laughs> we've done some good podcasts, and we've done some good podcasts. And he's like, how do you know Dan the, the pilot, and, and um, I was like, well, he's just a friend of mine. He goes, well, I've listened to his podcast, and he, he investigates flights, um, plane crashes, and stuff like that, and I have a, a superstar segment with him. And he goes, and I was listening, and I was watching his stuff on YouTube, and then all of a sudden, I you know searched it, and you popped up with him, and I thought, how does she know him? <laughs> like one of those things where you really respect somebody, even though they're a niche expert yeah. or niche fan. It's yep. not like everybody would know of that person, but no. you're aware of them and think they're really good. So. Yeah, well, if you like airplanes, go find Dan's episode because he is, He's first of all, he's hilarious, but he is one of the top um, investigators of plane crashes. So anyway... Um, Go check us out on Facebook, uh, Kimology 411. If you haven't already done that, do that. And Tyson, thank you so much for keeping us going with Kimology 411. Yeah, uh, I will give my weekly little uh, blurb about the, my podcast, even though I, again, have to just appeal to the giant library of it. Not this big, but well over 100 episodes over at the Scales of Truth with many uh, evergreen episodes that uh, talk about some pretty interesting stuff health-wise. Many of those things I I call case studies in. They really end up being case studies in human psychology, uh, political, uh, you know, collective political um, psychology, and so on, even though they're individual details about specific topics. Other times I have quick rants of truth. So I haven't done anything recently. However, there's a large, large catalog over there for you to go to check out Tyson Harley and the Scales of Truth. Also available on Spotify, even though that's not my originating platform, it ends up going. Awesome. All right, guys, keep taking all of those adventures, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.